Welcome to the Leaders Toolkit Podcast, Episode 9. Well, hello, team and organizational leaders. I'm Tracy, the Director of Catalyst Success at Giant, a leadership development company. If you're a team leader of any type, this podcast was designed for you. Here's the reality. You excelled in your field, and now you find yourself leading a team. But here's the catch. You were never taught how to lead a team. You received training for your expertise, but leading a team requires a separate skill set. So if you're struggling with managing tasks, time, conflicts, or motivating your team, this podcast is your solution. It equips team leaders with the art of successful leadership. Each episode is concise yet impactful, providing you with hacks, tips, tricks, tools, wisdom, resources, and encouragement. Tune in and spread the word among other team leaders in your organization or beyond so they can listen as well. Together, let's build healthy, high-performing teams that can change the world. Get ready to become a team leader worth following. Welcome back, listeners. I am so glad you're still with us. As you know, if you've been listening all along, the last couple of episodes, we've been covering this really dynamic tool. It really is a tool that's changed my relationships or the way that I look at my relationships with pretty much anyone at work and home and in my community. So I hope you've enjoyed learning about it. I was, again, like I said last time, just going to move right along. But then I was having this fantastic conversation with my friend Macy Willis. And I brought her today because she has a really great uh, kind of way to unfold and unpack where someone is on this matrix. And because I, here's, here's the thing, I've gotten a couple questions when I've been teaching this. One is, you know, I tend to protect, but I thought protection was a good thing. And, and so like, what do you do with that? Maybe, maybe you've thought of protection as, well, that's a really positive thing. You know, I think of a hen, I've, I've, I live on five acres and I've got several hens out there. We love to get fresh eggs. And I think of a big mama hen with her brood under her and she's got the big wings and she's protecting them. Like that sounds like a really positive thing, right? The problem is that's for her babies. And as they grow older and they start to mature, she has to let those wings out so that they can start to mature and grow. And so I want to talk about that here in a minute. Same with a dominate quadrant. I've had people say, Hey, I had a football coach and he was awesome, but he was a real dominator. And he, you know, kind of almost scared me, but he motivated me. So what do we do with that? So I want to introduce my, my friend Macy. She's also a a leader herself of teams uh, in different industries. And I've actually been led by Macy. And I think I've been able to lead with Macy on projects, but I've also been led by Macy and she's just all around an incredible consultant. So welcome, Macy. Thanks, Tracy. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. I, well, I'm glad to have you. Um, I Wisdom is the way that I would describe you, Macy. It just, you're full of wisdom. And so I wanted you to kind of pour out that wisdom when it comes to the support challenge matrix tool with our listeners. You have a really great way to kind of look through each of the quadrants to determine where am I at as a leader? So can you kind of tell us a little bit about how you do that? Sure. Well, I'll take back, take you back, all the listeners back to a little bit of a story, kind of what you said. I was leading a huge team for live events and I got this water bottle and everybody got a water bottle with a word put on the bottle. And my word that the entire team chose on my behalf was protector. And at the beginning of that thought process, I was like, oh, that's great. But then later on, someone said, I just don't think that's how it describes you. I think you're actually a lighthouse. And it made me ponder what is the difference between the two. Fast forward 
five, six, seven years now later, and we come up on this support challenge matrix. And so I really wanted to take a word that could seem really great and make sure that when we're looking inside of ourselves, what's the motivation behind that word so that we don't mistake it for what it truly should mean when we're calibrating ourselves towards liberation. Mm, love that lighthouse. Okay. So, so tell us, let's start in that upper left-hand quadrant. And again, listeners, if you're clueless as to what we're talking about right now, and you haven't listened to the past two episodes, go back and listen, check out the show notes. You'll be able to see a visual of this tool. So you can picture it in your mind, what we're talking about, but we have four quadrants. So Macy, can you start in that upper left-hand corner? And the word is protect, and we actually colored it yellow. So start there. Yeah. So protect, we think about it as defined on the tool. It's great words for us to take a look at culture of entitlement and mistrust. I think it's really key for when I'm working with individuals to say, we've got to think about the culture. What do people experience on the other side of you? Almost like if you had to put on clothes and you had to describe it, what does it look like? And so I like to take this tool and create a word cloud. You know how you've seen images before where there'll be little bubbles of words all around a big word. I actually start with a word in whatever kind of markup program you want to use. And I ask the person on the other side of me, or I ask myself, put words here that mean protect in this quadrant. Things like enable, Things like sugarcoat, prevent, prevent, maybe they throw out shelter or hovering or toxic positivity can even be um, in that quadrant. And so I take the time to let them process as well as myself, what are words that help blow this word out just a little bit so that we can understand it as a feeling and a culture and a live experience of being on the other side of me. Does that help? It does. Can we think of some more words then? Sure. I I have seen people say trust but not verify. Oh, okay. Um, so almost like a blind trust. Uh-huh. Um, maybe deflect. Uh-huh. Or overguard, kind of like what you were saying in that hen world of taking yeah. care of chickens. Overguarding so that they end up you know, putting themselves at risk because we've taken care of them too much to shield them. Yeah. Almost to the point of suffocating. It can get to that point. Yeah. Yes. And like a no accountability, you can end up in this place. I, I, I mean, I hate to go into the medical industry, but even thinking about our immune systems, sheltering our immune system, sometimes when we get exposed to what our body naturally should be exposed to, we can't fight against it. So what are you sheltering or preventing or shielding yourself from being able to accomplish around opportunity and empowerment because you've kind of uh, you've, you've used excuses to put yourself in this quadrant. Mm, maybe even, what word do you yeah. think of? Yeah, I think of, well, I'm, I'm putting my mother hat on cause this, this really makes me think of that mother hen and me when I had young children, it's like, there's that balance between protecting your children and then just like suffocating them or babying them where they become spoiled because you've done too much for them. You haven't kind of opened up and given them freedom to make those decisions and even fail in areas. Yeah. It makes me think of your sports analogy. This is the sports moment and sports mom or dad. It's like everybody gets a trophy. trophy. Yeah, we lost by five hundred points, but we're okay. Yeah, that's so you know. 
that celebrating them, but that's all that we're losing that challenge of opportunity for growth and helping that person become a better yeah. talent or yeah. a better communicator or a, you know, that sharpening part of that protection. Mm-hmm. It right. does. I, think, I even think there's men who can look at this and think I'm supposed to protect, you know, it's my job to protect my family and my loved ones and others, but in the protection it almost becomes military. And so you don't give the freedom for spreading your wings and flying because you're, you're keeping them inside the nest. And Mm -hmm. if the mother kept the bird inside the nest and they never flew, they would die inside of a nest and have never seen the world as a bird. Mm. Yep. Okay. Okay. So listeners, I hope that helps. I hope that kind of pulls out, oh, is that me? Would I land in that category with the people that I lead at work? Would I land in that category with the people I lead at home in my community? Okay. We know this is a short podcast, so let's go on. Let's go to bottom left uh, quadrant, which is the abdicate quadrant. And that's low support. That's low challenge. And we actually color coded it gray. It's kind of blah. It's okay. You've just abdicated your role. What, What do you say about this one? Yeah. So in this one, uh, I talk about the culture of kind of apathy and just low expectations. It might not be that you yourself have gotten into abdication alone. Somebody might have put you there. But the kind of words that we think about in this world of abdication that um, people will throw out or I throw out are things like chaotic or disconnected, um, pure burnout. Um, You might be like incohesive or lackadaisical. Some people would even look at this and go, oh, they're lazy, not knowing why they've gotten there, but it appears that way. That's the, they're the quitter or like just pointless. What What is there? It's uninspiring or unorganized leads you down that road of that culture of abdication. That's what people would experience on the other side of you. You're constantly defeated or deflated or rudderless. Like you've mm-hmm. got no rudder on your boat. Nothing's directing you anywhere. So mm-hmm. those That's are some good. of the words that yeah. people and myself have thrown out. What about you? I think of burned and burned out. I feel like when people get burned enough times, they put themselves in this category because they're like, whatever, forget it. People, you know, I'll barely do my job to get by, but I'm not going to engage anymore. That's burned. But then burned out is maybe they even overdid it for so many years that they wore themselves out and now they've gone, well, just they've swung all the way down to, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to do anything. So yeah. Okay. Resigned. Yeah. Resigned. That's a good one. And gray. I just think the, the color gray, it's dull. It's gloomy. It's yeah. Flat. Flat. Yep. Yeah. Not okay. reflective, not moving. Yeah. That's good. Totally. Yeah. Not any fun to be led by someone in this category because it, it doesn't motivate you to do any better if you're a team member. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's that's bottom left quadrant. So listeners, if you feel like that's you, that would be, you know, if you had the marker and you were like, yep, that's me. That's where I'm at. All right. Let's go to bottom right. We're talking about the dominate quadrant. But real quick, Macy, let's take a quick break. We have a message for our listeners. We'll be right back in a minute. We'll go through the next two. Okay. Leaders, we recognize the demands of your busy schedule and the value of fresh perspectives to drive your team's progress. That's where Giant steps in. As the leader in leadership development, we boast a worldwide network of over a thousand certified coaches, our esteemed guides. 
With their expertise in workshops, one-on-one coaching, team sessions, and training, they'll empower you to take your teams to new heights. Our guides work hand-in-hand with you to optimize team performance and cultivate a culture of success. Connect with us today at the leaderstoolkitpodcast.com slash guide and let us pair you with the ideal giant guide in your geographical or industry area. All right. Welcome back, everyone. I've got Macy Willis here, and she's really doing a fantastic job of of defining each of these four words in these four quadrants. So you've done protect, you've done abdicate. Will you go now to dominate? Sure. So when we think about dominate, we can relate this to probably most often what's been done to us. But we actually have to consider how does this show up for people who are experiencing ourselves? And I would have tended to thought, no, I don't, I don't do this. But when words like selfish, micromanage came up, people talked about belittling, um, never good enough, like gaslighting, um, that self-seeking, self-absorbed environment, words like over-governing, you know, impatient you feel inadequate in this oppressive were words that helped me find out in the dominant category, really what this wasn't almost what it's like to be on the other side of me. These were words that I actually put on myself. Mm -hmm. And so I enter my work in the naturally in the protect quadrant for others, but for myself, I realized, Oh, I'm a control freak. I can be judgmental. I can intimidate and belittle people, mostly more of myself than I do others. And sometimes this quadrant is what I do with my family more often. I'm safer there and it's really an ugly thing, but I can see this sometimes with family that I tend towards these words. Mm. What about you? Any words that come to mind for you? Well, if I were describing a leader in this category, I you hear you hear it thrown out a lot, but narcissist, you feel like that person yeah. is only for themselves and they'll do anything to get what they want at the risk of losing their people. You said it, but a controller, control freak, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. feels it feels oppressive. So right. Yeah. Crushed. Yes. I can like almost even eggshells, mm-hmm. a culture where everyone, this person leads and everyone walks on eggshells. That's right. Um, yeah. Unimportant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So listeners, I, I hope you're not in that category, but it may be that you go, Oh, I think maybe that's me. Um, and so it's a great, great exercise to just go do any of those words describe me. All right. That's mm-hmm. a great, great thing. All right. Let's move up to where we're really striving to be as leaders in every sphere of influence with everyone we lead. It's hard. It takes intentionality and a lot of hard work, but let's go up to that upper right-hand corner. We color it green because green is about growth. It's about allowing people to flourish. So tell me about this one. Yeah, this one's obviously this is what we're all striving for. And I I love the analogy for myself of liberation comes completely different. Sometimes I need to be a succulent plant and sometimes I'm a Gerber daisy. Like I need all the water and I need all the attention or sometimes just leave me alone. But in this this quadrant, I think of words and my my clients have said words like energizing, um, enjoyable, care, respect, loyal. 
there's mindfulness here, patience, um, problem solving. Uh, there's recognition. It's refreshing. We're really encouraging and developing. There's a creativity that exists in this. We're best in class or we believe in the best or be better. So this this lives in the world that when you say the words that even lighten you, you know, when you think about speaking, feeling words or thinking words, we can even feel those words sometimes for those of us that do that uh, in that liberation and empowerment and opportunity. So I, I love thinking about what word am I going to be today? Mm. Like thinking about where I'm headed and what I'm going to go to. I want to feel equipped. I want to feel heard. I want to feel like I've got good communication and then I can enter in as that, as people are going to experience me through that liberation. Those are words. I think Jeremy said it before, like kind of those call up sessions. I call up with words of liberation because I have to be mindful of that. Mm, yeah. What about you? Any words that come to mind for your thought process? Yeah, there. I keep thinking safety. It feels safe in that quadrant because you feel like you can make some mistakes and not be, you know, you're you're going to be held accountable, but you get the freedom to try things, and it feels really good because there is accountability in it, but yet there's there's a safety there that you can be free. Um, love that. Okay, so listeners, if you are finding yourself in that quadrant, yay! Give yourself a big pat on the back. That's amazing. But that is the goal as a leader is to continue giving that support, giving that challenge so that we can land up there in the upper upper green area. Here's a question as we're ending, Macy, for you. If someone finds themselves in one of the other three categories and they want to make a change, how, do, how does someone go about that? Sure. I think that's a great question. I certainly am not the expert at it because I have to die to myself every day and pick this up as a mantra one thing that I think about through my own self is what people are going to experience on the other side of me. And in my work, in my past, when I was in a high protect culture and realized we'd get to the end of the road of a project and I would start questioning everything, poking holes and stuff. And it, it created that entitlement and that mistrust. When I did that, my even though I was trying to move towards liberation and free to grow, I still had to come in and refine them and have that I would hit a dominating quadrant quite possibly. It might feel that way on the other side of me because I was trying to move towards that. So I think the process internally is trying to evaluate, hey, how often am I in a percentage of my day living in a protective quadrant and how do I move towards liberation if in that protective quadrant I'm hovering or I'm sheltering? How do I how do I look and say, okay, go be better, challenge them up, give them the opportunity to be a better version um, coming out of you is kind of how I have to think about it. It's not a straight line sometimes to liberation. People might experience other quadrants while you're trying to get there. So I'm seeing a curved arrow on this four quadrant so that we know sometimes we hit other areas as we move. Mm, that's great. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Well, that was Fast and Furious. We covered a lot in a very short amount of time. Thank you for your wisdom there. And so listeners, it's a great exercise. If you couldn't do it along with us while you were listening, maybe you're on a run or something, go ahead, go to the show notes, print off the tool, and then you 
pick your own words that you define or use some of ours that you heard today and just figure out, okay, where am I? And then how can I start moving in the direction of becoming a leader worth following is what we say around here, which is someone who liberates their people. So we are so thankful for you. Macy, thanks for taking the time to come along with us. And listeners, I will see you or not see you. I will meet you here next time. Thanks. Attention, organizational and team leaders. Giant is here to recognize and empower you as catalysts the driving force behind positive change within your organizations. As catalysts, you have the power to shape culture as leaders, while sub-leaders shape subcultures. To ensure the thriving of your entire organization, it's essential for leaders to prioritize their own well-being. Guess what? You can now become certified in Giant Content yourself. This certification allows you to share the valuable tools and concepts from this podcast with your entire team and organization. By joining our certification program, you'll become part of a global community of team leaders making an impact. You'll receive access to our digital platform, receive support and training from our headquarters experts, and gain valuable resources to help you become a team leader worth following. Discover more at the leaderstoolkitpodcast.com slash catalyst.